Hello, this is Fabi. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited with today's episode. This episode number two, and we will be talking about acceptance and three ways to work in acceptance and how it can help the way we parent our kids, the way we connect with our kids, especially because we cannot connect with someone that we are not fully accepting. So we'll talk a bit more about that and the relation between acceptance and connection and the three ways that we can work or three things we can do to work more in acceptance. And before I get onto that, I wanted to say how grateful I feel, how excited I was when I finally decided to share my podcast last week on my social media. It was such a weird experience because it's like putting yourself out there. And especially when it's not your first language, it was very like getting far from my comfort zone. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time not only to listen, but to reach out and giving me your feedback. And I mean, it means so much to me it got so many downloaded in the first 24 hours and I was so surprised and so happy and I can't describe the feeling of like once you have been working towards something for so long and then you see it out there being I mean exposed to people and getting that amazing feedback it meant so much to me so thank you for that and thank you for being here again <laughs> now let's jump back to acceptance to today's topic and I wanted to share three ways that we can practice acceptance. So the first way that we can all practice acceptance with our kids is by accepting and understanding, like by understanding the developmental moment that our kids are at and not comparing them with someone else that is in the similar age or same age. So here is comparison is massive, right? I feel comparison in parenting is something that we should all avoid, but it's something that is real, right? Like we are all humans, so we are going to jump there and compare without sometimes even realizing. And I'm sure we have all been there. You have that baby, you are a new parent, you have no idea sometimes what the process should be and what they should be doing at the different stages. And then you see one child that is walking faster to your baby and you jump straight away thinking that what's happening with your child that something is wrong because they are not walking and other kids are walking. And that actually happened to me. I remember when Matthias wasn't even eight months, one of the babies from our mother's group, that they were all by similar age, like they were all born within the same month. And one of the boys started walking when they were not even eight months, honestly. And I remember we, we had been away visiting our family in Venezuela for a couple of weeks. And when we came back, I saw this baby standing in the picnic blanket that we were all getting together. And then he started to do a few steps. And I was so surprised. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that tap too soon I felt my boy was only starting to crawl and and that baby I think he never crawled he just straight away went to walking so imagine if uh, for example with walking the gap is massive right babies sometimes walk when they are 10 months and sometimes they are they start walking when they are 18 months so if you start since they are 10 or 8 like the, like when I saw this baby if you start getting concerned and frustrated and put pressure in yourself put pressure in your, in your baby uh, then you're wasting your time because imagine if your baby is one of those that walk later at 18 months or even later, who knows? You're going to be wasting time and enjoying the process while they get there. You're going to be putting pressure on yourself and putting pressure on your kids. And that applies with so many other things. I see it a lot in kindergarten, for example. Now my younger one started kindy this year. And I see a lot, I, I hear a lot of conversations with other moms that are frustrated and concerned because their kids aren't reading yet, that they don't get into the reading, they can't find like a way for them to be interested and they will all get there. 
They all have different moments, but they eventually get there. Some of them might love reading and might become like, like super immersed in books and like lovers and reading everywhere. And some others might not get there, but they will all eventually learn how to read. So this goes to many things. And the developmental stage of our kids is also super important to keep in mind and to accept because so many times our expectations are unreal because of this, because we are expecting someone that is just a toddler not to be running away in the dining table when you take them for dinner. I remember being frustrated whenever a parent was complaining when my kids were little it's like that's what they're meant to do they are meant to be running around they're not meant to be sitting for two hours in a dining uh, chair because we want to enjoy a nice and calm dinner that's not that's not realistic and if you want that dinner then leave them with someone and go on your own but if you take the kids you have to know that they will want to run around at least my boys were like that <laughs> and you can you know you start to getting to know them and you know that how long they will last sitting in the high chair and then you have to be ready to pack activities or do something or maybe go to a place that the food is not going to take that long to be served because you know they are not that patient. So when we keep our kids or children's developmental stage in mind and we accept the moment they are at, then I think it's a lot easier to put our expectations in order and not to compare them with others because we just keep in mind that, okay, I mean... The developmental stage of everyone is different. They all develop in different stages. Sometimes I wish my older one was more mature, for example, in some things, but in other things he's super mature and independent. And, you know, they are all different. <laughs> and we need to keep this in mind because it will help us a lot. And as I said before, it's not easy. I always say it, like it's a work in progress. And for some, some things like the reading for me, super easy for me to understand, but some things I find harder to accept and understand. So it's a constant reminder to ourselves. Okay, this is normal. This is what he is or she is supposed to be doing for this age. And that person is different. That boy is different. That girl is different. So that's number one. Okay, now the second one I think is super important and it's all about understanding our kids' personalities and accepting their personalities even when they are completely different to who we are in many ways or even when they are not in certain ways uh, the way we would have liked them to be or because obviously it's super easy to accept when you know when someone is in a certain way that is the expected way socially maybe because they're we with sometimes without realizing there is a lot of pressure I see a lot, a lot with boys in sports for example the parents whose kids are not Sporty, they always feel the pressure and they feel like, oh my God, I really wish they were sporty. And I totally get that it's all related to being healthy and it's a social aspect and everything. But many times when you stop like fighting that and you simply accept, okay, he's not a sporty, he is into something different, you know, maybe he's more into arts and crafts or maybe he will like theater and, you know, you start, if you get to know them, then you can help them to first, of course, discovering themselves and embrace that personality and that character in terms of what they really like, what they're passionate about. So imagine that you have a boy, for example, that is super arts and craft, and he doesn't like sports at all. And you keep pushing the sports, push, pushing the sports, and you are not giving attention to the part that is artistic on him. Then later in life, 
maybe he never got the chance to put into practice all the skills that he had as an artist, right? And obviously, this is super complex. And as I always say, like very personal and not easy in every, every aspect or not easy every day. But it's something to keep in mind that by understanding that our kids' personalities, we can, again, put our expectations in order and we can offer and help them become that person that they eventually want to be and help them, you know, accept themselves as well sometimes and, and recognize who they really are as well. Because sometimes by fighting their personality, I mean, when I say fighting is like this example, like trying to push something on them that they are not really. And I, I for example, for me, it happens a lot that is very challenging um, Matias loves staying at home. He loves being in his PJs and I find that very hard to accept because I love going out. I love, you know, getting ready early on a Saturday morning and going to the beach if it's summer, enjoying the weather, going out with friends. And the other day, he, well, we were going to spend the whole day. No, we were going somewhere. And he was asking for an extra time in his Nintendo. Like He gets to play for a little bit in the Saturday and Sunday mornings and he had already had his time. He was asking for more. And then I told him, okay, you, have, you can play five more minutes, ten more minutes, but go and get ready first because just after you finish we are gonna leave for I don't even remember where we were going and you know what he said to me he's like mom if I take my PJs from me like if I change my clothes it's not gonna be as fun I love playing in my PJs like I don't want to get dressed I love playing like this because the feeling for him of like waking up and staying in his pyjamas and then going to play it's completely different than when he's already so that's just an example, and I try to practice this uh, with that small aspect, for example, because it's a lot easier, and my interaction with him is coming from a completely different place when I am accepting that part of him, and that's who he truly is, right? Like, I mean, it might be something small like that, or it might be bigger things, and an important part of this is uh, getting to know them. Have moments with them one-on-one if you can. If not, by the end of the day, it's usually a good time. I love lying in bed with like my boys just before like, to say goodnight. And I, me and my husband, we both, if we are both home, lie in bed with them and have a quick chat before the day is finished. And back that moment that everything is done and we finish with dinner and showers and everything, I feel I can really relax and like have a supernatural conversation with them. And it's a moment to, to really get to know who they are to see what they want to share with us. And by having small moments, even micro moments of connections throughout the day, we can really get to know those personalities and those emotional needs that they have. Okay, now let's jump to the third one. And the third one to finish with, because I said there were three things that I was going to share today with you that I feel are very important or three ways to practice acceptance as parents. The third thing is by recognizing or keeping in mind that our kids are only humans. They're complex humans, as we all are. (laughs) You've probably been there as well in this one, right? Like you go to a party, you're super excited because you want to see your toddler or your child interacting with all the kids and you're hoping to walk to that party and your toddler to run away from you and have the best time in their life and anyway sometimes that doesn't happen sometimes you walk there and he is just literally pushing your pants or your shirt around and he's glued to you the whole time and and you get super frustrated so you don't get to talk to anyone he doesn't get to enjoy the party he doesn't get to socialize you don't get to see how they interact because so many times we want to see that interaction and a great way to put into practice this third aspect towards acceptance would be to remember to keep in mind that they are only humans that maybe they had a bad night or maybe they are not in the mood 
for that interaction that day. Because if it happens to adults, why are we going to expect that it doesn't happen to kids? It happens to us all the time. Not every day is going to be the same, and it's the same for kids. So try to understand that, because when you understand, then you don't jump straight away to getting stressed because they are not socializing, but you embrace the moment, you enjoy the moment a lot more. And when I talk about acceptance, keep in mind that I'm not talking about behavior. I'm not talking about accepting the behavior. I'm talking about accepting what is inside that behavior, underneath that behavior, personalities, day, age. <laughs> so it's all about acceptance. It's all about connecting with our kids because we can't definitely connect if we are not fully accepting that person. And that's true. That happens not only in the relationship with kids, but in any relationship. You need to come from an acceptance, like fully acceptance to really connect to that person it's also about enjoyment because when we accept who they are the day they are having the moment in life they are at the developmental stage they're at then we can enjoy more without putting that extra pressure for something that we want them to do or someone that we want them to be <laughs> accept and enjoy enjoy the journey we all want to really enjoy this journey and we all want to enjoy our kids and have that quality time with them without being stressed because they're not doing this or that and if you are stressed about something, go for it, reach out for help, do whatever you need to do, but make sure they are putting all of this into perspective, the age, the developmental stage, the day they have, the personality. <laughs> Anyways, I hope this was helpful. Practicing acceptance has been super helpful in my parenting journey, and I hope it can help you too. It's a work in progress as any other aspect. It's not something that we can do one day to the other. It's something that we can work towards with the everyday. Thank you for listening. Next week, I'm really excited because I want to share with you a lot of like my experience and lessons and everything related to being conscious around screen time, which is a massive topic <laughs> raising kids these days. So anyways, I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening and leave me any feedback. I look forward to hearing anything, any feedback from you. Thank you. <laughs>